This, this, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here! Yeah, Mitch and Murray. I'm from Mitch and Murray downtown. March 9th, 2013. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Cigar Authority live today from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And this week, it's March Madness season right now, and United Cigar is running Ashketball. And we'll play some. We'll tell you all about it and how it works. A cigar-smoking sport. This is perfect. Uh, we'll play some. We'll drink a little. And we'll smoke a new cigar from Alec Bradley as we prepare to go green. Hopefully, uh, we're just smoking green cigars and not actually turning green. We've got the mailbag, news and reviews, and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, we're broadcasting from our Nashua Two Guys location, we are also the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We demand, we insist, we want you to smoke along with us. You can catch our syndicated show on seven radio stations, currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can tune in live at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live, or you could catch the podcast on demand at any time, or... You could simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it, or or you could check out thecigarstation.com twice on Sundays, 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Happy birthday going out to Johnny Garcia. This is her birthday, La Duena. Happy yeah, birthday baby. to her. And just stop right there, whatever you were thinking, yep. I'm ready to say. Yep. Not going to say anything. All right, we're just going to move along. I don't even think I have you, any buttons to push or right, anything. Perfect, perfect. We are going to smoke a cigar today called United Cigar. We're smoking the... Natural Churchill. Now, I noticed that the ashtray is right there. That's are for we, us. Are we playing We're going to play along. You see it's happening over here. We're a two-guy smoke shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And uh, what's happening is uh, people, people are playing ashketball, and it's like basketball. It's like free. It's better than basketball. It's better. And it's uh, free throw, basically. You're going to have three shots. And... Uh, you have uh, different point structures at different spots. So at six-foot line, you get one point. At the eight-foot line, you get two points. And at the ten-foot line, you get three points. You get three shots. If you get a total of five points or more, you automatically win a, uh, a lighter, a Zycar. Genesis lighter. Genesis lighter, $40 uh-huh. value, free. And if you get to uh, do the most... Uh, you get your name on the big trophy there, and the, the trophy itself is a is a big bowl trophy, and that is used as the ash get ball. Now, cigar smokers net, basically, right? Cigar yeah. smokers are not stupid people. They're very smart. They're thrifty. That's not cheap. They're gentlemanly. They're gentlemanly, but they are also very creative. And so, some rules have formulated yeah, absolutely through ah. the process of beginning to uh, have ash get ball played. Uh, for example, and this is not to be confused with basketball. No, this is ashketball. Yeah, you cannot ash. dribble your ash. No, don't ever do that. Do not dribble it's your ash. It's embarrassing, actually. If you it do is. Um, where was I going with? I, this? I have no idea. They, uh, rules, rules, new rules. You can you can play 
basketball as many times as you want. However, what you play with is a single cigar and three shots. That's the whole game. It's over after three shots. It takes you about half an hour to be able to pull off three shots. It's a very slow game. It is. (laughs) It's perfect for cigars. Three shots. In a half hour. So, or longer. Somebody was here for uh, three hours. We were setting it up on, uh, on Thursday. I'm not going to mention G's name, but someone was here, <laughs> and uh, they were taking shot after shot, cigar after cigar, and they were tabulating their score throughout the course of three or maybe four cigars and saying, all right, if this happens this weekend, I get a free lighter. And uh, sorry, G, the answer actually is you get only three shots per cigar, and then that cigar is spent. You can continue to smoke it, continue to enjoy it, but you can't continue. Unless you're so a pro. Points. Unless you're a pro. This is a carnival game. What if you're you going to have some fun, but you're not going to win. What if you buy another United Cigar? Do you yes. A- you certainly can always get yourself another United Cigar and, uh, and play again. And this is going on at, at all three stores. All Correct. three Two Guys Smoke Shop locations, along with other United Cigar retailers across the country. Oh, nice. So I know uh, there's folks in Maryland and California doing it right now. Now, there are, there are a couple of different, like, you get your home court advantage. So each store has it set up a little different. Each store in our fleet of stores had, had a different take. It's the so same bowl. It's the right. same bowl. It's the same six feet away. Okay. Correct. Uh, Salem same went. Well, the height could be different. Could be right? a little different. Salem went red carpet on us. So uh. they've got the stanchions, and it's all lit up, and it really looks like a carnival game. Well played, Havy. Seabrook went the bowling route. They've got this narrow thing with uh, with blue masking tape on the floor, and it looks like kind of a bowling alley. And That's because they do the turkey bowling. They yeah. do the turkey bowling, so it's kind of their thing. Yeah. Uh, and then Nashua here went actually went basketball. Uh, we made a key on Thursday and set up the lines uh, so you can shoot from the top of the key if you want, yeah. or you can shoot from the foul line, yeah. or you can shoot from the girl line. It's one point. Listen, you get three shots. If you end up getting, you know you won't get the lighter because you need five points. But if you get three ones, right now you'd be the champion because we you got a champion in Nashua. Yeah, right, so, right now there's only one person with one point. There's no signing up. If I'm listening to us right now in the car and I'm near exit one yep. in Nashua, yep. I can come off the exit. Or any of the exit, Actually, exit one off any highway. Off any, any highway, highway in New Hampshire. Yeah. Any highway up there. <laughs> exit one off any highway in New yeah. Hampshire. I love that. Yeah. Come into the store, no sign up, just buy a United Cigar, and I can qualify. I, I can play. And I, and I recommend the Churchill, which is what we're smoking now, only because you want to build up about an ash or a little more in ash. You're giving you away wanna, tips, Dave. That's all right. You want to build up at least an inch, maybe an inch and a half, inch and a quarter. So in order for you to do that, if you used a Robusto, for instance, a five-inch cigar, and you wanted to go an inch and a half each one, boy, you, at your last shot, you barely got anything to hold on to. Yeah. So you go to at least a Toro, go to the Churchill. Uh, in United Cigar, by the way, United Cigar comes from a retail group uh, making it one of the few really true boutique cigar brands because it's, it's actually made for cigar retailers. Uh, Aren't all cigars made for cigar retailers? No, there's there's online stuff. There's uh, you know big manufacturers, European companies, but it's it's made by cigar retailers uh, and sold in less than 100 retail shops across the country. So this is not something you're going to see in the cigar magazines as being rated and stuff because usually they typically like three, four hundred stores at least be able to do this. This is a hundred or less retail stores across the country. The blend consists of filler tobaccos including Brazilian Montefina, 
Dominican Habano Corojo and Dominican Habano Criollo, 1998. The I was going to say this tastes like 98. Yeah, this is just, it's just like it. <laughs> The binder, Cuban Seed Habano, good enough to be used as a wrapper. If you actually took the wrapper off this, you'd look at almost another wrapper underneath. Which I've done, and, and it's 100% true. Yeah. So uh, the binder is of A-quality type type uh, to create a balance in what you have here because the uh, outside wrapper uh, on the Maduro, it is number one docks. That's what they call it, which is like the top quality dock, number one wrapper. Now, oh, I've seen blacker cigars than that. That is because something has been happening to it. Some, some, something was added or done to, to that to do that. These are number one docks. They're as dark as they can get without being, anything being done to them. This is Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro. The lighter Broadleaf is actually the same cigar as the Maduro and the Natural. It's the same outside wrapper. The light ones are called Natural. The dark ones are called Maduro. Uh, although the blends are exact, Higher primings on the fillers are used on the Maduro, creating much more full-body taste on the Maduro. We're smoking the natural right now. Both are rich and full, but the Maduro one is, is a little over the top uh, to my liking. Uh, so we're going to do the natural for now anyway. So this is the Churchill we're smoking. <coughs> nice medium cigar. I like this actually. Yeah? Yeah. It's it a, is good. It's a walk pressed. And what are we looking at? We're looking at a 6 $7 cigar. How much is this? Churchill. Yep, yeah, seven, seven bucks. So uh, that's how Ball works, and um, this is going to just a perpetual trophy that's going to be continuing year after year. It's like the um, what am I looking for? Stanley Cup. Yeah. Thing. Now myself, I don't do as well with the official court and the official ashtray pressure. It the pressure of all the officialness. I lose my skills. However, if I play street Ashkabal, yeah, I'm phenomenal. <laughs> Hit an oh. ashtray across the table, nail it on my desk. I've got him into the toilet shooting over while I'm taking a leak of the <laughs> urinal. Launch it over and you can hear it put itself out in the bowl. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> That's where I really shine, is in the street. Well, I've been playing for years. And I'm not the greatest at it, but I've been playing for years. So that's why my office looks the way it does. I'm thinking about um, writing a movie, a screenplay. And it's going to be called White Men Can't Ash. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very original. And good. In the end, in the end, my crowning achievement as the star of this the show that I'm writing is going to be that I actually do hit the elusive three point shot in the championships. Has for real? Has anyone hit the three pointer yet? That you know of? This this started yesterday. Okay. And as you so know, no official three point shots have been right. made. As you know, yesterday snowstorm. Yeah. I'm getting really sick of this. It's a long winter. Hey, what are you complaining hey. about? There's been three storms. Have you guys seen it outside today? No, it's nice. It's 50 it's, degrees. Yeah. yeah. It's warming up and it's going away, so that's good. But I've had enough of this. It hurt business yesterday bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was coming around. So a uh, few people played. Most pe- for, for most people, they've never seen it before, so they don't know how to do it. Next year will be altogether different. They'll, they'll, will. they'll be practicing. We're talking about Wednesday night practices. Yeah, we're going to have to have practices. You know, get, get some game jerseys. Get the teams going. Teams. I like teams that. Teams cigar authority. Yeah. Uh, so you go to. I don't know if you stores. guys want me on your team. I just I crack under the pressure of the the officialness of it all. Yeah. Now you know something. If you buy a box of these, you smoke it, you like it, you buy a box of it. During this competition, which is uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you buy a box of them, you get the lighter for free just for buying the box. So 
So a little, wow. little add-on. Stand-up thing. guys, these United Cigar Retailers. United Cigar Retailers, they are. They, 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 United Cigar Retailers is a group of like-minded retailers that want to improve their business. It's not uh, basically talking about cigars. They get together every two weeks, and it's talking about improving their business skills. How to make their customer service over the top. Yep. How to put together events like basketball where you get to have your customers play along and, and enjoy their time yeah, more yeah. in the shop. Yeah, and no big thing. I mean, buy a cigar and take a couple shots and maybe end up winning. It's a, it's a basically a free carnival game type of thing. We got a guy uh, li- lining up. He's ready to take nice. a shot. So Chuck, you, were you ever you broadcaster for uh, play-by-play? I did or actually. Like yes. See, see what you got. I did it, women's basketball in college. All right, he's at the uh, he's at the line. He's getting coached here by his coach. Yes, he is. We, he's, we helped is, him out. And he's showing him the arc basically. Now he's new to this. Yeah. He's, he's, oh, oh, actually that not short. Been, that was short, but you got the hang of it. Now you it looked like it good was arch. straight you see the on, arch, Dave. That was yeah. a good arch. It was. It looked like it was straight on, though. Now that's, that's good. That's a first shot out of three. He's got three shots. Three he, shots. Some he's people... never, never taken a shot before. That's the first time ever taking a shot. Wow. His wife's not going to like it when he goes around the living room and stuff and takes and starts practicing all <laughs> yeah. day later on today. No. <laughs> well, it, it's one thing when you play trash kitball. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just shooting pieces of paper. But basketball at home, that can be dangerous. You can set the carpet on fire. Yeah, I remember my first time. I just was too hard on the finger to the cigar, and the ash just exploded. It didn't even yeah. stay solid yeah, enough to shoot did. as a... Uh, as a ball. In the first ash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, See? and then some people were saying that the first ash was the best ash. So you have a different approach. Yeah, that first ash Very falls apart. It falls apart because of the. If, if you flick it pre launch, it's got to be right at the very yeah. tail end of, of the thing. Yep, fall yes. through like a jump shot. Yeah. And uh, another little trick, if you if you just softly blow on your ash just before you're about to flick it, cools it down and kind of brings the whole thing Maybe together. Maybe loosens it up a little like bit. Like a little nugget. And you can't uh, take a chance to let the ash go too long because then the, if the ash falls off, yeah. then you've blown that, that chance. But, you know, that's why I say go to... So what are you saying, like an inch? First time, go to the Churchill. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm almost there. And it, See, this is why you have to watch the show. <laughs> like, seriously. Remember the turkey bowling? Yeah. Yeah. Turkey bowling was good, except everyone was should showing I, should I give this? Should I give it a try here? Are you aiming for the camera or for the uh, ashtray? Oh, we should aim for the camera. <laughs> no, I'm going to go for the <laughs> ashtray, but you can't. Can, can you put the ashtray in front of the camera? Of course. And w- would it get there if you did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see what you can do. Right, okay, Chuck's that's just trying to make some mouths move He's taking the headphones, and he's, uh, this is live radio, folks. This is what it's all about. And this is sports, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm playing sports today. Right now, you're so getting your workout. This is it. This, this is, is your workout. You think it's on the camera? It's not on the camera, but the ash will be the ash right will coming at it like a nice POV shot, as, as all right. it's called. Should I stand up and shoot, or should I do it from the sitting position? Uh, shot? I, why, ruin your, why ruin your streak? Stay sitting. Yeah, let's just stay sitting for the rest of my life. Okay, here it goes. So what I'm going to end up doing is is arch it like this, and, and as the gentleman says, just like a jump shot. Take take a little follow through. I'm I'm, I'm going to do it left handed, because I'm left handed. Showing off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so here it goes. Fail. Oh, didn't go. Didn't shoot. Oh. Double fail. Ah, nice. It's not that easy. I'm gonna have to show you guys how to do this. Yes, you are. This is closer to street ball. This is what I'm. Yeah, this is what you used this to. This is what I'm used to. This is across the desk. So this is basketball. A little this fun. Cool. Have a little fun. What the heck, right? When I did, um, when I broadcasted for the sports uh, station in Boston, yeah. and they had me on. Yeah. So I didn't know what they were talking about. I, I said a. Uh, uh, 
standard ashtray away from us and stuff. And as the as I was smoking and they were talking, and I would interject the, the few words that I could possibly understand what they were talking. Oh, about. basketball! That's the one with the round orange ball, right? Yes. And then I would take it, take a shot, and they would be looking at me and stuff. I go, yeah, yeah, I'm playing basketball, and they got into it. Yeah. It's it, it's a little contagious as you it see is. other people playing it. And it's not something that you need an official uh, court to play on. You can just play at your desk. Yeah, you can play at home. You practice, and you got you're learning about it today. You practice all year. You come back next year, you, and you and you uh, show off at that. Sometimes point. when we're working really hard out back, we'll put the ashtrays on our heads. <laughs> yeah. And we'll take shots. So that adds a little extra level of danger. Yeah, nice uh, hot ash in somebody's eyes. That's always uh, well. Try this at home, kids. One. We have to do it on camera because you are constantly watching us. There's a camera shining right down the hallway. There's so cameras where you don't even know those cameras. We're risking that you're going to catch us. That's the fun part. Yeah. And then also the danger of possibly getting an ash in your eye, poking it out. And I'm, using, good. I'm using a jet lighter, like a pinpoint jet or something. I'm actually working the cigar a little bit. Yeah. Keeping cheating. It I'm not cheating. No, it's, it's strategy. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing. Don't, don't let it... Uh, I, see, I can see this. I can see Ashkerball taking off. You know, someone walks into their local tobacconist. Can I, I, I get this concept. I heard I was listening to the Cigar Authority. Check me out on the CigarAuthority.com or oh, yeah. the CigarStation.com. Sure. This concept called Ashkerball. Maybe the retailer hasn't heard of it, and all of a sudden catches on, spreads. And, the next, and now, and and now you've got like a global tournament. But they'll say that they came up with it, and it's all them, right? I hope not. Yeah. yeah you watch. Lawsuits. This, is, this is how this industry. There's no lawsuits. Take it, play with it, have fun. That's what it's about, right? Have you fun. Have a competition. Take them down. This is competition right here, man. We're going to get our champion at each store. Maybe we'll put the champions against the mm. champions. And if we get some real good champions, maybe we fly somebody down to one of the other United Cigar retailers. And, we, you know, this thing could go into oh, yeah. some crazy places. What do you think? Certainly could. Crazy places. All right. What do you say? We go to break? We can go to break. Let's do it. All right. When we come back, more basketball, and we're going green. St. Patrick's is the 17th, and Alec Bradley cooked up a black market Claro. We're going to try and uh, see how it is. Uh, we have some mail to talk about, and we're going to do a little drinking. That always makes it interesting. This is always uh, very uninteresting in the show when we do when we add drinking to it and for you, and it's legal to do this, right? It's, it's okay for us to dr to drink as long as we're not driving the board. I heard that's the rule. So all that more when we return live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Carney with the Florida Vancana, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority Radio on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. 
Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com you're listening to david garofalo and mr jonathan on the cigar authority and they wanted me to tell you about the cigar station it's the world's first 24 7 radio station custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists everyone from van morrison phil collins and dave matthews to paul simon Sade, and tony bennett and stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Hi, this is John Gazzaro from the Oliva family of cigars. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio the Irish music, that's what's going on here. Yeah. It's different. Hey, I'm, I'm using my uh, green lighter and green cutter. You don't get to do this often, so even though it's next week, we're going to be smoking green cigars today. It's about St. Patrick's Day. Well, the official up. release for this cigar is next week. It's you guys anyway, so you can get them. Can you get them today? We, we put it out. Right, we're doing so the show. Doing so the show. Wants, so if you want to try it, you could, you could try it. Try a green I'm cigar. Actually, I think I'm ready to uh, shoot. To ash. All okay. Right. We're playing Ashketball, and Mr. Jonathan's going to give his shot and see if he can do a little showing off. And Go ahead, Chuck. All right, I'll let him go first. He's arching. Oh, oh hit the, the rim. rim. 
And that doesn't count. Chuck's no, going. Be. Chuck's oh. going. Oh, a little shot on Chuck's. Close does not count in no. uh, basketball. It's not like horseshoes or hand grenades. No, it doesn't it's count. It's got to be in the basket. It will does, push does your speed the of, uh, of your arch match the speed of your finger hitting the cigar to tap the ash off of it? God, I hope so. All yeah. Right. Tap at the very, very end. At the end. See, I went too early. That's why I went short, yep. right? It's like the, your release. The, the tap yep. is the send on the ash. That's how you got to think about it. The tap continues the ash going. So when you tap, that's so by when tapping you... early, yeah, you're sending the ash different. You got to you got to ride it all the way to the end, and then the tap is what makes the ash keep going. All right, yeah, disconnect. Boom. Yeah. So when you want that ash to fly off the cigar is when you tap. G's it. over there studying right now. Oh, he's, he's taking notes. Mentally taking notes. Oh, he, he does, does, oh, the, he underhand. does under. the underhand. I have done the underhand, but I actually like it. What? I like the underhand. I haven't seen the underhand. Yeah, yeah, you end up going like this, and you can, you can get a little loft. He does it a little different. He points the cigar down like this, and he like, oh, really? Oh, oh we got to get this on video. Oh, oh. I do it like, like, oh. like throwing a ball un- underhand, but, but you're doing it backwards like, like that. It. That I have no idea. He's oh, I gotta see that. Light, get, light one up. See, let's see what we get with the got. reverse technique. He's getting himself. I have ready never over even there. seen that. I, have, I didn't know they could do that. See, this is trick shots. Trick shots. It's like going to a uh, a pool parlor. Can we get like the Harlem Globetrotters basketball team going <laughs> or something? Gee, you're gonna fly the colors with me or what? Poke a guy in the eye yeah. with the thing. Put the lid end in your mouth and all that stuff. <laughs> So anyway, having fun. Cigar tricks really aren't that cool when you think about it. I mean, putting the lid in your mouth kind of sucks. There was uh, one year at the trade show, the IPCPR trade show, they brought a uh, magician going around the trade show doing tricks. And he had lots of tricks with cigars he was doing. Was he good? Yeah, really, really? good, really good. He's out of, out of uh, Florida. Uh, maybe I'll bring him up someday. That'd be awesome. Come hang in the store. He was doing so many things. I, I, I'm like, I can't imagine... You know, how did you figure out all these tricks with cigars? Yeah. I never even heard there was such a thing. But he probably gets a regular trick and yeah, and he does with a pencil, a cigar, yeah, yeah. a cane, whatever. So it was it was really good. So maybe have a, at the anniversary a party or something like that. So uh, you know, uh, I'm going tonight to go see uh, a band for the anniversary party. Are you, you going to drive the DeLorean? I'm not driving. Oh. Although the weather's oh, nice. Should it's gorgeous out. I know. Take Fill the up the tires. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to see a Huey Lewis in the News um, cover, cover band. band. Uh, more than cover band, they uh, I mean, they sound exactly like it. And they're a eight-piece band, full horn section. Nice. Uh, Power of Love, they're called, and they're going to be at. Um, oh, I should know the name of the place. I forget. Uh, Cambridge somewhere. Cool. You're going down tonight? Yeah, tonight. Awesome. I'm playing tonight, and uh, they have a first comes a ZZ Top. Cover band or what do they call it? Not a cover band. What do they call it? A like tribute person. band. Tribute right? band. Tribute yes. Uh, then they got some Michael Jackson uh, <laughs> thing, and then uh, Huey Lewis in the news wrapping it up. You so, gonna meet G? Uh, what is it? You gonna meet your daughter? She's there. No, in Boston, she, right? This is um, no school week. What do they call uh, vacation? Uh, spring break. Spring break. Spring break. Oh. College spring break. Uh, so she's I got a quick shout out. I don't do this often, but someone texted me that they're listening. Yeah. John Fester from New York. Is listening. He's up here in Boston. He's my favorite instructor for swing. Uncle Festa? Not Uncle Festa. No. no. Okay. That's Uncle Fester. This is John Festa. That's how we say it in New England. We say Festa is Festa. E R is Festa. Anyway. Fair enough. Okay. Well, then you'd say Fester because you add the R. Add the R if it's not there. But anyways, he's listening. Dawn or summer. He's getting his. (laughs) 
It's a good idea. He's getting his uh, his tire fixed because he got a blowout last night. And, yeah, uh, and he's listening uh, to the show. Listening and, to the show. And, and he's a he's a dance instructor. Dance instructor. What does he What does he do? Swing. Ballet. Swing. He did ballet. Get out of here. Classical ballet, and he uh, is performed on Broadway. Very talented dancer, and uh, he's my idol. Really? I'm not worthy. Have you danced with him? I have. You have? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's and, funny. And he's not ashamed. You don't know why? Let me let me give you a few reasons uh. why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting thing about that, because I think nothing about dancing with other men at all. I like to play both roles, because when I teach, I don't have... <laughs> God, I'm sorry. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Sandell, our producer, I hope you're cutting this audio. So, I... Uh, Up. I, I I don't have a practice partner that I compete with or whatever, so I have to know both roles of the dance. Yeah. So last night, one of the guys that came... You're out, answering a few questions for me right Both here. roles of what? Yeah, go ahead. The dance. So oh, one of the guys that was at the dance, we ended up dumping into a bar while we're waiting for AAA to come. And Dave, is dance code for something? Or? Dumping in a bar. Go ahead. What? So <laughs> long story short... Uh, he asked me to dance, and we go out on the dance floor, and we start dancing. Completely cleared the floor. All right, I'm starting to get really uncomfortable. And then <laughs> realized that perhaps this sort of bikerish bar was not the place to be having two men dancing on the floor. Were they playing Macho Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they did play Macho Man. Really? Yeah. You, you want to tell us anything? Today's the day if you want to come out. This would be it. I, I've been I've been told it wouldn't be a very hard push. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't take too much coaxing. Oh my god! Uh, I got nothing. How <laughs> you follow that up? How you follow that up? That's all. You I want have me to, to say tell you about that. shooting the next Ashton ball? I got nothing here. And I can swallow. Oh my Unbelievable. god! Unbelievable! <laughs> oh god! Who's in the studio? Is that Sean? That is. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is getting ugly, and we haven't even started drinking yet. Correct. Oh, We're drinking on the next hour, so correct. Who who knows what's going to happen over there? I can maybe take a shot here. Oh yeah, you can. Just getting ready. Okay. This will be the first hit. Now wait. wait what's what's give some descriptive play-by-play uh, -play here? That's about a what? An inch and a inch and a quarter? Yeah, about an inch and a quarter to the peak. Uh, he's got a quite a quite a straight burn there. He's touched up his his wrapper. With his pinpoint. I saw him using the jet lighter to kind of uh, get that. Look at that. Yeah, he's nervous that the ash is going to fall off and dump on his wrist, which is a very I think I want to stand up. Oh. You guys stood up, didn't yep. you? I no. sat down. I've got the height advantage here, though, by... All right, he's standing up. All right, he is standing. And I'm reaching. He's going lefty, folks. And oh! Failed. Just missed! Just missed! And you just still don't get any points. Uh, I'm probably six feet away, right? Well, I don't know with the leaning over the table. You can lean. You can lean as long as your foot's on the... There's uh, no table on the official court over there. I didn't touch the table. You didn't touch it. Didn't touch I'd the like table. to see the instant replay, please. Hey, <laughs> we have it on camera. I, didn't, I didn't get it in, so you don't have to make the argument yet. That's when, true. when I sink the thing, you can say it. So I got one more. Uh, I, can more I could probably get two more out of this, but by playing by the rules, you only get three shots. Right. And actually, you want to take your time on this. If you smoke your cigar too fast, the inside guts will not combust as fast as the outside, you end up with a cone, and that cone really messes with the flight of your ash. You want to have it be as flat as possible when you flick it. You've got to take your time, 
and give yourself a good 15, 20 minutes between shots. This is all important stuff, folks. This is it. If you this think, is if good you, intel. This is big stuff here. You learn a lot about it. It's so children. ridiculous that we're talking about flicking ash like it's a real thing. Yeah, but it's a real thing. It is a real thing. we got a <laughs> tournament going on, that's man. That's it. This is real stuff. The, guy, like that's, the guy that wins is going to be the guy who got the point. Yeah. <laughs> what a ridiculous concept. We have somebody with one point, right? We have nobody with a point. Nobody. No that's one it. One shot. And you, you don't count. Yeah, you don't count. I get the coning going on right now that you're uh, talking about. Yes. Yep. All right. Be careful, careful with the coning. Smoke easier, slower. Okay. Uh, last week, uh, uh, two weeks ago, I, I did Pro Cigar Festival in um, Dominican Republic. Last week, uh, Havana, Cuba did their uh, Cigar Festival, um, which they uh, have been doing, I believe, now 15 years or so. Uh, I don't have that the information. The one is 15, 15 years. 15 years, yeah. 15 years they've been doing it. And um, uh, guess what they served up to eat? Cigars. Mm. Cigars for dinner. It's what's for dinner. Like literally? Literally. Chefs whipped up tobacco cuisine at the Cigar Festival in Havana. Tobacco. That's what's for dinner. Croatian chefs whipped up a pungent meal Thursday, infusing the flavors of tobacco leaves into baked stone bass fillets, bread and butter, wow. rich demi-glaze sauce, and even ice cream. Come on. They added tobacco in these things. The result was tangy heat. One tester, taster uh, liked it, uh, likened to ancho chili powder. Anko. Anko. Have you ever had uh, chewing tobacco? Yes. And if you ever swallowed the juice? Ugh. Yes. You okay. have? And it, it burns. I, I tried it just to see. I, I got such a buzz on, the, on chewing tobacco. Oh, it's ridiculous. I just did it once just to see what it was like. You never smoked a cigarette, right? No. Good man. But I did the chewing tobacco. One of the cigar companies actually got into it and said, here, I want you to try it. And did not care for it. You swallowed uh, the juice accidentally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't like it at all. But this guy... Uh, but that, that, yeah. that, the reason I brought that up is that flavor, that, that burning component is a smoky sting like Anko chili peppers, which are okay. a smoked chili pepper. They're typically uh, dried and smoked, uh, and they do have a very distinct flavor. This is what they're uh, saying that it was like. Uh, the first buzz I ever received from biting into a fish, says uh, a smoke uh, magazine writer uh, who was there at the 15th annual Cigar Festival. Chefs carefully prepared the bass filet in tobacco and banana leaves. Now, this is what's interesting, is that the, they're wrapped in tobacco and banana leaves. How do we know which leaf gave what? Hmm. And I'm wondering if maybe the buzz that they're referring to is psychosomatic, that they think, oh, it's tobacco leaves and there's so much nicotine, because there isn't, and I'm going to get a buzz from it. You're going to get less nicotine out of cooking your fish than you would out of smoking it. I don't know what the what you're the setting it on is. fire. It's an alkaloid. It absorbs right in through your tongue. They added to it a sprinkling of garlic and honey to draw out the smoky flavor. Honey's another interesting thing. Okay. What have I said I've tasted before? Yeah, honey, honey. from the hive. And do you think that a chef would throw honey in because it's the opposite flavor, or maybe to bring out the flavor that he tastes? Yeah. When he chews the See? tobacco, you guys both said I was crazy, and you are, and you're both wrong, and you are crazy. You dance with men, white. Uh, Mild white fish baked for about a half hour demonstrates how stirring tobacco sauces into butter can create a sharp spread for breads and crackers. Should I just take a cigar apart and try it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Why so tobacco? Next week on the show, we're going to try <laughs> we'll tobacco, tobacco butter. 
Why tobacco? Why not, why rosemary? Why chili? And uh, some demonstra demonstrations how they found ice cream uh, overwhelming. Uh, they liked the taste of the tobacco in their ice cream. That's weird. Uh, smooth, smooth, milky sweetness soon set your throat on fire. I've had hot pepper ice cream before that does that. Cayenne pepper ice cream. Really? Phenomenal. Really? really? Yeah, you get the sweet and the, and the creamy and then the burn. Oh. Never even heard of it. I love, I love things that are spicy. And so I've, I'll try anything. Well, that's maybe we have a new ingredient, and you know, what will the government do to stop this? I have no idea, but very spicy, almost intense black pepper taste is what gets created. So we have a new ingredient for our foods. Yeah, cigars. I love pepper. I like all kinds. Cayenne, yeah. black. So you're going to do something? You're going to try to mix some tobacco, take a cigar apart, and mix some tobacco and. See if you can make a butter, and we, should we, we should eat bagels and put some butter on it or something. And yeah, we're going to have to experiment with this a little bit before we take it on the maybe, show. Maybe uh, maybe get the table set up like one of those cooking shows. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, hey, we're going to have to Google a recipe with tobacco and see what happens. Okay. Um, so, March Madness, uh, two guys smoked shop last week. Um, we had, um, phew, oh my God. Over a thousand people turned out to come in, and, and really, it's like uh, getting ready for uh, cigar smoking season up here in the Northeast. Whoop! We got a guy taking a oh, shot. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. He's leaning a little bit. He's at the six-foot line. It's oh! oh! A little to the right. It actually hit the trophy. Hit the trophy. If it that did. had been lined up a little better, he might have he might have sunk. Now that was like a fastball. That he was, was. Not yeah. A, uh, yeah. That was like a baseball. And you know what? He did the best so far. I yeah. think he got his uh, sports confused though. I think he tried to do ash basketball. Baseball? What? He was pitching. Was well, a, whatever it was. It was a baseball. Whatever. That was a fastball, man. It was. I, I like the idea, and I'm going to end up trying that shot myself. Oh, we got another shooter at the six-foot line. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's got the... Oh, uh, oh, it's like a dart. Yeah, it's like dart shooting. Oh! oh. That didn't work. It didn't oh, go anywhere. He, he hit the ash with his cigar. He's disqualified for life now. He hit his ash with the cigar? Yeah, he flicked the flicked ash. Flicked that up, and, and the ash came back and hit the cigar, which would be the equivalent of a baseball hitting the bat the second time. Ah. Would you automatically get you to go to, to first? qualified for life now. No, I think you automatically go to first base. we got two umpires in Seabrook that have these debates every single week. If the ball hits the bat two times, you're out. If you bunt and you put the bat down and the ball rolls and hits the bat, you're out. True. Really? Yeah. True. So he, he's out. He would be out if this was baseball. If but this it's was basketball. See? basketball. See? I'm just saying that that type of rule needs to be addressed. <laughs> if, to, I, if I didn't see it for myself, I wouldn't believe that commission. was possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know these guys are going to be doing this. Uh, I know that they're later. doing it right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for a shot, guys. Oh, okay. I'm a little worried because I see a little cone action inside, but I, I've kind of let it Yeah, let it off. go. See what happens. Low on it a little bit. I know our listeners love that sound. Yeah. All right. That's not a sound effect. That's Chuck. Is, it, is this good radio or is this as bad as I think it is? <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Lined it up. Oh, oh! Hit the rim. I don't know, man. Is that in? Come on. Give it to well, me. Well, the, the reason that we chose that particular ash bowl in the trophy is it has such a thin rim oh, because of problems like this. That's, I a, would that's say, good. That's it, a point. I would say that's a point because if it was up there, that would have slid in. I need the chat box to help. I'm going to hand the camera down to get a view, visual on this. We're going to go to replay. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> instant replay. <laughs> this is actually instant post-play. You're right. But here, here's you where the just ash. lift the ashtray up. <laughs> it is on the rim. 
It's on the rim. Yeah, so so that's it there. That that that's good enough. I mean, it's it's John, it's on the ashtray, right? Yeah, as the commissioner of basketball, I'm going to approve that as a point. Because if you got it, you would have said it's a point. Absolutely. Yeah. You'd say that that's on. <laughs> well, we've had we've had requests in the chat box. They want to see the. Uh, well, turn it around and show them the, yeah. the, the, the real one. You can just hold that, rich, rip it up. And this is going to make for uh, terrible television, but well, bad radio. It's good television. Yeah. <laughs> the two mediums don't really uh, no, they don't collide. So, so this, you notice the, um, the big bowl type of thing. It, it's almost like the bowl from... Um, it's what I would eat my the cereal stink, in. The stinky ashtray type of yes. uh, thing that's on there. But that's actually how the trophy came. So, uh, hey... It looks like the top of the Stanley Cup, a little wider. Yeah, it's got two levels on it. And uh, Now, you know what the next game's going to have to be in springtime or summertime? Like baseball we're gonna pitch? Play, we're going to have to play uh, Ash Golf. So how you, would you, set up, you set up nine holes. And how, how would you do that? You'd have to have like oh, a like you know, par three, par four. But you, you're flicking into you the fl- hole? No, you flick the ash as far as you can. Then you go up to where it oh, was. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And then you launch it from there. And so if you had, say, the ashtray way in the back corner and you had to go around the cash wrap, like a dog leg right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that would be the balls. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're the commissioner, Mr. Jonathan. On the chat box, one person said close but no cigar. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for telling us that. We didn't think of that yeah, one. Yeah. And, and the other one was, uh, it's yeah. good. It's good. Give it to him. So. Yeah, it's good. It's, the, it's in there. So, uh, yeah, March Madness, we, we had uh, all the different reps came in, and there were so many people, 1,000 people, and uh, everybody comes in all at once, and it's a, it's a crazy scene that happens. And I came uh, to this store, I believe, on Wednesday this week, and um, one of the guys was saying, uh, yeah, I was talking to Casey Johnson, uh, the La Terre Cigar, um, it's getting all the big ratings in Cigar Aficionado now, and we talked a little about that and everything. And I said, well, when did you see him? And he says, he was at the uh, March Madness sale. And I said, uh, no, he wasn't there. And he says, yeah. And I said, he stopped in. He didn't even say anything to me. And he says, uh, stopped in. He was there, like, all day. What? And I said, uh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, he was there for at least six hours. So I said, I didn't even see him. And I was on the floor the whole time. And he said, you were talking with him. You were standing next to him. Remember when you somebody asked you for such and such? I don't remember. Somebody supposedly asked me, do you have a box of such and such that are over here? And I asked the guy, hey, grab me that box or something. That was him. Oh and I don't remember that happening, but I'm sure it did. And, uh, yeah, we had 900 people come through yeah, the store yeah. throughout the day. So I said, uh, no, I, I don't remember that. And how come he didn't say anything to me? And blah, 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 blah. So I find him on Facebook, and I email him. I said, I just found out today that you were there all day, and uh, I'm very, very sorry I didn't come up and talk with you or anything. You didn't say who you were, and I had met him a couple of years ago, and uh, actually in an elevator, and looked at him, and I said, you look like Pete Johnson. And he says, well, I'm his brother. And I'm like, oh, wow. So uh, I said, I didn't even see you. Um, I wish you came up to me and talked to me. And he, he what, do you, what do you call it back when they Facebook message yeah. you back? Email you back, just reply to you, whatever. Yeah. I thought there was some fancy word to it or something. <laughs> anyway, he replied to me back and he said, uh, "We shook hands." <laughs> I said, nice. I was, "Get out of here!" Now, when I met Casey Johnson for the first time, it was in Seabrook when I was the manager there, and he and I walked around and talked about cigars for a solid hour. On his way out, he said, "By the way, I'm Casey Johnson with La Terre." And then I saw him at March Madness, and I'm looking at him going, I know this guy, I know this guy. But I had really only 
known him as Casey Johnson for one minute, then he left. Yeah, yeah. Had he and I been talking and I had been saying Casey Johnson, Casey Johnson. So really, Casey, if you're listening, the key to this is when you shake someone's hand, hi, I'm Casey Johnson. Well, we should have known better. We, we should have known. And, uh, gee, I felt terrible. And uh, He's relatively <coughs> new to the industry and really kind of needs to kind of start putting a name to it. Well, he called me up after and he says, hey, no biggie. Don't worry about it, man. Don't, you know. Why are you stressing over this? And I said, no, I feel like a dirtbag. And you actually, you are a dirtbag, yeah. so I would I'd I, and, I, and I feel like one. So uh, I said, no, geez, I, and I wanted to talk to you about a little project or something I had in mind and blah, blah, blah. He may come up Monday or Tuesday anyway. He's in uh, Atlanta or something right now. He says, I'll, I'll stop by Monday or Tuesday because, really, he's only about an hour and a half north of us I was in, just gonna in ask Maine. Him. He's in he's New Hampshire, <coughs> or uh, Maine. Maine, New England. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I said, all right, geez, I feel bad and blah, blah, blah. Now don't worry about it. He says, I like to be stealth anyway. So he, he actually likes stealth. that. Stealth. Yeah. Like right, under the radar. Taking a shot. Taking a shot. You're going to just stay seated? He's yeah. got like an inch and a half uh, ash there. Oh, oh you just son missed. Of a gun. So you know what? We keep missing a little short. So my next shot, I'm going to actually go further. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Aim for the camera, I'm telling you. Gonna launch Aim it. for the camera? I don't know about that. That's really That would of, work for me. The camera's dead straight That's a three. Of me. That's a three-point shot right there. <laughs> Get it to land on well, top of the camera. We got, we got a guy going. This is the guy that um, he's going with the dart approach again. He's holding the cigar like a dart. Ooh, oh, good shot. Okay. Ooh, much, good shot. much better. Much better. Perfect distance. Perfect uh, trajectory. Line. Yep. yep. It was, perfect it was line. Good. A little further. So we got actually. I think we all have to shoot further than we think it is. You got to aim high, like the Air Force. Yeah. It's very interesting to see the different styles of shot. Like he's hold. He was holding <coughs> that like a dart. I've never seen that before. Never seen someone hold it like a dart. No, we're seeing all kinds of different uh, ways people are, are doing things here. So, uh, mailbag, we got a, a few emails this week that are worth uh, bringing up. And one I know, of them, very interesting. Go ahead. And I, know, I, and I have a question for people I, on and the I know chat which box. One, I know which one you want to go with oh, because it's, it's... Controversial? Well, yeah, not yeah. controversial, but it, it, it made him interested. It did. Um, Maybe you guys know this person because apparently they came in the store. Go ahead. I have a I have a question for people on the chat box and listeners at home just to ponder. Okay. What would be the most unique reason that you've experienced in your life to celebrate? Yeah, now, to buy an expensive. I joke sometimes because I don't have to buy them, and I'll say I had a good ball movement this morning, and I'm going to celebrate for that. But what what reason? What like off the wall reason would you have? To say, you know what, I'm going to make a trip to a cigar shop, and I'm going to celebrate this achievement in my life. Yeah. Great question. What? And it's got to be kind of oddball. I mean, the regular ones like I got married. You're talking about buying the best one. Yeah. Over, you know, spending more than you'd want to on a cigar, which happens to be one of the high-end cigars we have here. A guy went for 30 bucks, right? Yeah. So what, what, what could you think? Like, I don't think you could possibly come up with this one. Well, I, co I couldn't. Uh, maybe you could. Well, maybe I could. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So the, uh, the following message was submitted through our contact, contact Us page right at thecigarauthority.com, which anytime you want to reach out to us, probably the best way to do it. Uh, not that I doubted your expertise, this gentleman says. So who you are? Is, his name is Jason. This is to the Cigar Authority. Uh, but I had to try the Atabay for myself. I bought one to celebrate my wife's breast augmentation and enjoyed it so much that I went back the next day for another. Great smoke. Thanks for the recommendation. And he goes on as though he didn't just say my wife's breast, breast augmentation. Like, that's normal thing to celebrate. Yeah. That's kind of a little out there. So do you know this person? 
No. Do you know his wife? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Freddie, Freddie. Have you noticed the changes? Yeah. Yeah, this is a, uh, a true email. Just came in yesterday. It did. And I, usually wins. we don't get to them for like months. But uh, this one, I, I knew you would say, uh, this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got one from uh, Sagat Craig who says, dumb question. Uh, and maybe somebody out there in uh, Radio Land can answer this question because <clears throat> I couldn't form. That's why I'm bringing them up. Do either of you know where you can get greeting cards that are actually made from tobacco leaves? You could write a message on a cigar. We received, we received one years ago, but lost track of it. Any help would be much appreciated. So you can get a birthday card sent to you, read it, and then actually smoke it. Now there's a value to a greeting card because I don't believe in greeting cards. Absolutely not. Five, six bucks for a greeting card. You read it, and then I, I have to hang on to it for the, for the ten days. Or how long are you supposed to hang on to it? I want to read it over the, the Trash worst. Card. This is great discussion. It's Christmas cards because you don't know if that person is going to come visit you, and they're going to ask, where's my Christmas card? How long do you so hang on you, to it? Yeah, what's, what's you the hang rules? it up. Yeah. Like, I don't want your Christmas card. Please stop sending me pictures of your dog. Best wishes. Merry Christmas. So tobacco greeting cards. They're out there somewhere. I tried Googling to find it. I couldn't. So if anybody out there knows, let us know. Do it on the chat box if you do. Go on to contact us at thecigarauthority.com. You'll see contact us. Give us the information, and I'll uh, forward it on to uh, Cigar Craig and give him the information. I guess but you could make I your own paper out of cigars. You could put it in the blender and mash it all up all Real fine. Yeah. And then I, I, I don't know. Mush it down into paper and fold it. There's a card. There's a card. And then roll it up after and smoke it. Yeah. And then call I that would... person up and say, I appreciated your, your, your card very much. I smoked it. It was good. I don't know if you'd want to write it in pen at that point. I don't know if you want to inhale pen, secondhand smoke. Yeah, a little ink. It's not going to hurt anybody. Graphite's probably worse for you, so I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we're playing basketball. When we come back, we're going green. I hope this doesn't make us green. I'm not really fond of Claro cigars, the green cigars, but it is St. Patrick's Day time, and this is when this, this kind of stuff comes out. Uh, it actually looks better than anyone I ever saw before. Anyway, the packaging, the, the, the wrapper, everything looks really good. So we're going to give it a try. We'll give you our honest opinion. What did we smoke last year? Remember? The Claro? Was it the uh, it was um, Elysion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elysion oh, Lancero. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyway, we'll give this one a try and see what we think. We're going to drink a little with it, see if that improves things. We get cigar news, reviews, and gentlemen, Chuck Morrison gets debonair with us and lots more. So, we're live at the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge, live inside Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Keep the lid end out of your mouth, people, will you? This is John Hart from Drew Estate, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices in Stogie Heaven. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two guys rock. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move.
In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is Southern New Hampshire's home for the Boston Bruins. ESPN New Hampshire, 1250 WGAM, Manchester, 900 WGHM, Nashua. This is Kelly Thompson from Altidus, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority! Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job, so I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. All right, we're back live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We're playing Ashketball, and in just minutes, we're going to light up green cigars. We're going to drink some, uh, and we're going to uh, uh, check on a guy uh, that's just finishing up uh, his job today. He's 104 years old. He's a fellow cigar smoker. He's going to celebrate his birthday at 2 o'clock. So we'll tell you about him. We'll get a little debonair with Chuck Morrison and lots more. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome, Mr. Jonathan. That's right. I'm taking my last shot, and it's going to be a no-look shot. Did it go in? Almost. Almost. If you looked, you would have hit it. All right, that's it. I'm going to take my last shot. I'm going to overshoot it. All right. Wow. And I still undershot it. You undershot it. (laughs) You did the early flick. Last one. Here we go. All right, here's Chuck's last one. Oh, oh rim again. double My rim God. shot. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, which you probably should be watching the Cigar Authority right now because we actually have something to show. This Not, really. Not really. Not <laughs> really. <laughs> we are the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week. Two Guys Smoke Shop, Nashua, New Hampshire. We are the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We demand that you smoke along with us. You can catch the show on all seven syndicated radio stations that are currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Or you can tune in at thecigarauthority.com, watch us live, you can catch the podcast on demand at any time, you can find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it, and you can also pick us up twice on Sundays on thecigarstation.com. I sent some music on over to Jim Robinson and have not heard any complaints. Mm. But so, you haven't heard any positive feedback. Correct. Okay, so, so it's, he's ignoring it's a, you. It's a stalemate. No, he's you sent some music. <laughs> like uh, list of, just list of music. He uh, he was he mentioned he was reprogramming. Going to do a little reprogramming, and I said, you know what? 
I have some stuff. Can you, you give wanna... us some teases? Like, uh... yeah, let me guess. Buble. There's some Buble. He already yeah, was playing Buble. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're into him. Hank Ballard, for example, has some great swingy, bluesy kind of jams. Hank Ballard. Why do I know that name? Uh, he did uh, Finger Boppin' Time in the 50s. Finger yeah. Boppin' Time. Boom, yeah. boom. Wow. Great song. Yeah. Yeah, but that's uh, old stuff. Man. Yeah. Uh, who smokes cigars and looking around? Old guys? Uh, Bunch of old dudes here. Okay. Yourself you got some young guys. It's true. They wouldn't know but Hank they, Ballard. But they would like some finger bopping time? They might. Or cigar flicking music? Yeah. Yeah. This gentleman looks like he might be into Buble a little bit, though. He probably digs him. Buble does it. Oh, shaking his head. No, I hate him. Little Wayne? Neither. All right. I'm thinking like Dave. I haven't or... lost complete respect for you then. <laughs> Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews? Ah, All see? right, there we go. He, he knows how to pick the crowd and know what kind of music they like, and you're a professional. What he did was he watched me get it wrong twice. And he went right in between. Went in the middle. Yeah, okay. Like you should have done with your shot yeah. instead of going yeah. short, short. Probably should have looked. A lot short. of reasons, a lot of reasons, not a lot of results. That's it. <laughs> so time to smoke a new cigar, something we have never <sighs> tried before. I have never tried it. We are, um, this is the Alec Bradley. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. we got to give justice here. Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. This United Cigar. Phenomenal. Yeah, I like Phenomenal. Like, this is, this is my profile. Nice medium-bodied cigar, and I'm disappointed to put it down because right now about a little more than halfway Sweet down. Sweet spot. Oh, man, it's yeah, perfect. It's just we, we got a good hour good. out of it, yeah. out of the Churchill, and we got plenty more. You probably get another so, 30 minutes out of it. I'm disappointed to put this down, but yeah. we'll relax. Uh, very good. If you try the Maduro, if you're looking for fuller body, go to the Maduro on it. It's got a little more oomph. I would say a lot more oomph. Uh, although it's supposedly uh, the same tobacco, but higher primings. The higher you get closer to the sun as you pick the leaves, the more strength uh, the cigar will become. So it's the same exact blend, but just higher primings in the Maduro version. Huh. So th th that'll show you what the difference is. All right. Alec Bradley, Black Market. This, is, uh, this has happened, uh, I'm going to go back maybe 8, 10 years ago. Uh, Camacho came out with a St. Patrick's Day cigar once, a Camacho. And... Um, Ever since that, a lot of people have copied. This is the type of industry this is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of um, different uh, holidays, and everybody got onto the uh, green cigar. We're, we're passing out liquor right now. We this have, is wine. This is white wine. And which, I'm a red wine guy, but this I'm is I'm a red wine, wine guy myself. Okay. And the reason that it's white wine is because there is no additional aging to the white wine. This is as close to the natural grape as you're going to get. And that's the connection with the that's cigar we're going to smoke, which we haven't smoked, but I'll tell you, uh, Alec Bradley, Black Market, Filthy Hooligan. First off, uh, it started off being the Dirty Hooligan, and uh, later the name was changed uh, before it came out because uh, out of respect is a good faith gesture from Alan Rubin, who is a gentleman. Uh, Alan Rubin uh, heard little... little uh, Rumblings happening at Drew Estates where they use the word um, dirty um, in their uh, couple of their cigars. Uh, what do we have? The uh, Dirt Natural, and they also have the Dirty Rat. So he was coming out with um, Dirty Hooligan, and, eh, you know, geez, we're using Are that name. Are you really going to confuse a Claro cigar with an infused cigar? Or a cigar that'll just knock your socks off like the Dirty Rat. Yeah, it's got to be completely different anyway. But listen, they also did it with uh, the letter X. Anybody who ever used the letter X in their name, uh, Cusano Exclusivo. Uh, the letter X started the word Exclusivo. 
uh, immediately a problem with uh, Toro Fuente. They didn't like it, and I know uh, Mike Cusano, who owned the company at that time, he backed off good, out, out of good gesture. Take a look at La Florida Dominicana, the two swords used to No, cross. that was that was Gurkha. Oh, that was Gurkha. Gurkha. Was La Florida Dominicana doing that too? Yes, they were with uh, Airbender. Right, but the two, the, I, I, I assume Airbender too. That they, because they made they formed an X. Yep. They. Uh, I don't think it ever got of, to the point of going to court, but again, it gets to be all right. I'm pissed off, and they say, you know what? It's not worth it. Let me change it. The change becomes dramatic. They made all the bands. They did all the work, and you know what we got to go through when we do it. All right, throw them all away and start over. Start over again. So. Uh, this uh, will be the first time I try this. I like uh, the box. I like the packaging. Green packaging, a beautiful box, almost like a uh, crate type of look to it. Beautiful hinge that's on it with a lock on the hinge. Yeah. He spent some money on this for a one-time release, I'll tell you. Um, Isn't that their regular black market box, just green? Maybe. I believe it is. Okay, maybe. Um, this is uh, a green cigar is known as a candela, the type of wrapper is candela. Uh, another word for it is Claro, and way back in the day when I started in the business, uh, we called it AMC, American Market Selection. This EMC, which are brown cigars, which were the English Market Selection, AMC was the American Market Selection because in the 50s, early 60s, people smoked green cigars in the United States. That, that was the majority of what it was. So let me What's pass. with double Claro? Because double Claro is not green. It's almost white. Thank you. What's... Well, the there's been a couple of different things. There were some companies that would double wrap the cigar in Claro Claro, or it would so be a lighter. Claro binder? Yep. And, and then there'd be other companies that would use double Claro, and it would be lighter, the light, light, light green. You see green tinge in it, uh, also known as Jade. So Macanudo, for instance, used to have a brand out there. I think it's gone, but it was Macanudo Jade, and it was almost a whitish color. It was green tinge to it, hmm. but it was uh, a double Claro is it, it what they called for it. So I guess perfect for St. Patrick's Day. Um, Cigar has not done anything in the United States for 20 years. Uh, Claro used, tends to um, not go through any aging process, like, like you mentioned. I mean, it's a quick, quick. Um, I've got to imagine the cigar companies love it because they uh, save themselves a lot of time and energy and work that goes on to it. But um, uh, it, it just has a taste that uh, Americans do not care for or care for across the country. It's, it's, it's a dead type of thing, and um, they, they have an opportunity to uh, sell a little bit. And when I say a little bit, we're looking at, what was the numbers here on that? I think they made 2,000 boxes for the whole country. So it's a one-time shot. We have, uh, where are my notes here? We have George Sosa uh, and Dave Topper, Topper coming in uh, this week, uh, March 14th and 15th, Thursday and Friday, to do the events. That's the only time you can get the cigar if they come up to do the events. So they're coming up Thursday and Friday. Um, I thought we'd, we'd have a, um, a little pre-taste, uh, which will be now, to see what it's like. But this cigar will be available for sale on Thursday and Friday at our stores. And you, if you're interested in you you look at... Uh, on their website or something, and you'll look at the different places they're going to be because it's uh, just one and done here. You know, it's, it's a one-day type thing. The cigar retails for $8, which is a lot of money for a Claro cigar. we got a guy shooting. Oh, too Bail. short. Uh, 176 for a box of 22. This is a box of 22. Is that how many is in a box of Black Market? Yes. Okay. So 
that, that's pretty much uh, what they're doing. This is a 6x50 ring gauge, uh, a full Toro size, uh, and as I say, uh, limited to just um, the events, and that's it. So uh, I got a band in the middle of the cigar. You took yours off? Mine came off when I peeled the thing. It was on pretty tight. Yeah, okay. mine was on pretty tight, too. I took a little bit of the uh, wrapper off with it. And it's got the... Um, three-leaf clover, not a four-leaf clover, but a three-leaf <laughs> clover in there. For the Boston Celtics fans around here, they could like the cigar. If we don't sell it well, we can save it for when the Celtics are in the championship. And when they win. A little bit of pistachio. Pre-light pistachio? On the pre-light. I think this might be the best Claro I've ever had already. You haven't even smoked it yet. Haven't I'll tell you, it. it certainly is the best-looking one. I mean, it's Very old, handsome, beautiful. Yeah. It's good-looking. Um... Nice clean wrapper. Everything looks nice. So weird when you look at the where you're gonna. Now I made the cut in the brown with yep. with the green goes. I mean it's very unique. It's almost like if you got a shooter. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The, uh, He's at the six foot line. Small ash. Yep. He's at the end of the cut. Nice shot. Yeah, not enough ash. You got to light a little more. Smoke a little more. Yep. He he acknowledged the error. <laughs> yeah. He shot it. So it doesn't count. He didn't he didn't get a shot off. It's gotta be a little more. Is this your third shot? This is it. Clean. It is. Clean, not grassy, as I, as I would expect it to be. And, you know, I, with, the, with the Claros we've had in the past couple of years, and you mentioned Viaje did it, uh, Elysion did it, they both came out with Lanceros, and you would taste more of the wrapper because right. it was a Lancero. Mm-hmm. Percentage-wise, obviously, it's going to be more. This is, has more filler tobacco in it. Then, I'm wondering uh, how much they're going to rely on the binder for this to give more flavor. Pretty unique. Uh, uh, somebody was mentioning on the chat box, Chuck, you said that uh, they had some interesting reasons to celebrate. Oh, yeah. That was, so ref- your question again was, well, because, again, our, our audience cycles, right? Yeah. Everybody say in radio every 15 to 20 minutes. So okay. Mr. Jonathan received, we, the Cigar Authority, received uh, some, some feedback. The thecigarauthority.com, and uh, someone celebrated their success by getting an Atabee Cigar of the Year for his wife's breast augmentation. Which augmentation. really isn't a gift to her. It's really a gift to him. Apparently, he felt that way, <laughs> and he probably paid for it, too. That's so I now feel. she's going to leave him. <laughs> it's someone That's else. how it goes, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so our, our man Rudy up in, uh, up in Canada, he wrote, um, how great my beard looks on a particular day. That's his reason. And I'll for say, Rudy's beard looks good every day. Every picture I've seen, I his think beard is I awesome. Wanna see, I want to see Rudy without a beard, and I'm willing to pay for it. Ooh. I'm willing to pay for the it. The question is how much. And I don't know if Rudy has a price. No, I think uh, everybody has a it, price. It, 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 I, Rudy may not have a price, but... I'm, I'm willing to go kind of deep. You have you, to pay big, he says. Big in capital letters. Yeah. The, you know, the guys from ZZ Top, they were offered by uh, Schick Razor or something to do it on camera uh, for a commercial or something. They refused. Wow. Big money, like a million dollars or something. They said, no, I'm not offering a million dollars. But, but I'll How go. ridiculous is that? Because you could wear a fake beard for a while. I mean, you could grow no, could. Yeah, How long yeah. it would take them to get that years. back? No way. No, dude. For a million dollars? Wear a fake beard. I don't think they need money. They can just write another song. Our man Mo also wrote, uh, how about winning your deserved disability case after having to fight them for years as if a person doesn't pay in all those years just for such things? That's worth celebrating in my book. And he says, Adaby level worthy. Here we go. Absolutely. All right, good for you, Mo. 
yeah, you paid into it, and, and uh, I'm sorry for your disability, whatever happened, but you should, certainly should be paid for it if uh, you paid into it. Doesn't that kill you? People that get disability most of the time don't need it, and then the people that need it, they got to fight I tooth would, and nail yeah, it. I, I, would, saying that. I would hope to believe it's the opposite of that. Most people yeah. need it that apply for it, and there are a small percentage of people that are beating the system? I don't believe that you, to be the case. You believe it's the opposite of that? I know people that are milking the system. I can't even be friends with them anymore. Well, when I find out that, they're, that I'm paying in so that they can have a fake disability, oh, it angers me. Well, it's the people that, that park in the handicapped parking spots right up front and get out of there and run into the store. Run into the store. I don't run into the store. You know who uh, that drives the craziest? is Adam and Seabrook to the point of pacing back and forth out yeah. front, and i got to talk him off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you cannot go out and kill the guy. You're, you're on the job right now. you just got to stay inside and just deal with it, take his picture, whatever, what send it. What are you going to do? Just listen, you just, can't, but can't please, fight City Hall. You know, you, there's nothing you can do about it. There's people out there doing it, and what comes around goes around. So that's it. You didn't get it, my man? All right, thank you for uh, trying, though. Thank you for playing our game. We're having Practice it going on at home. Tomorrow. Your wife will like it. Practice at home. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, this is the Black Market Filthy Hooligan. I, am, uh, I have not even tasted a, a bit of the wine yet. but What kind of wine do we have here? This is a, uh, just a white Blanc. Blanc. It's a table wine. Yep. Just nothing, nothing special. special. What, what, it, what is special about it is it, it has no sulfites. It's an organic wine. No sulfites. Did you just try some? Sulfites give you a headache. It's poison. Not digging it. Not digging it. I'm a red wine guy as well. I'm not digging the wine. Uh, at the beginning of this, yeah. before I lit it, the pre-light taste, he was mentioning what he did. I had the taste of seaweed. Is, and it was only because I, could, I was looking at it that it was reminding me of it. When the hell in your life have you ever put seaweed in your mouth? Just what I, I have. I'm crunchy. Yeah. I, get, I get it. I what put I think seaweed, seaweed in my mouth. I want to have a blind tasting contest with you guys where you're blindfolded. Yeah. How do you know what seaweed tastes like? I would imagine it tastes, <laughs> it tastes like You've I... You've never had seaweed. No, but it, it's what I think seaweed would taste like. And that was only because I looked at it. Now, if I was blindfolded, would I pick up um, the little bitterness that's, that's here or... What this tastes like on the pre-light is when you're done with the pistachio, you eat the pistachio and you've got the, the shell there, and there's that little... Are they little, red pistachios? Oh, no, these, are, these are regular the pistachios. Regular brown I don't ones. eat the, the colored ones. So they're much better. They're like white. They're not better. <laughs> that little nub... Salted? Uh, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. That little nub that sticks out on the side of the shell, and you take it and you scrape it with your teeth, and that has a little extra sweetness to it. That is what this tasted like on the pre-light. Now it tastes almost like just a regular cigar yeah. with a little bit of the uh, youngness. A little bit. Not as... Uh, this is the best one I've had. This I've, is a real cigar. I expect... It's a, it's a, it tastes like a real cigar. Kudos to there's, Alan Rubin. There's, a, there's just a little bit of it, and I wonder if that's psychological or whatever, but I only smoked a little bit of it so far, but... It's like Garcia Vega, right? It looks like a Garcia Vega, it, it, but it's no, it's no Garcia Vega. This, is, no a, Garcia this Vega. is a handmade, long-filled cigar. I mean, it's a premium cigar with, unfortunately, a Claro wrapper, which... Uh, I don't find it to be unfortunate. Hmm. I like it. But I, I don't mind a Claro cigar. On anything? No. 
we, we've carried them over the years with, with no success at all. Way back in the day, Bering was a big one that we had. Hoya de Monterey, double Corona, double Claro. This is something we carried for years and years. The late, great Red Auerbach was a customer, uh, Boston Celtics coach. And he used to buy them from us, and we had to put them aside and order them special from Hoya de Monterey and have them wow. on hand. And when he called, give me a couple boxes of them, boom, we have them, we're ready. They weren't even out there for the general public. I had tried. I opened the box and put it in the store, and people just walked by it. Never, you know, really? we probably had it for a couple of years of an open box and no interest. Adame. 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 Adame, when you go to get sushi and you order an appetizer at a sushi restaurant, they bring out these things that look like green beans, yeah. but they're really soybeans inside the pod. They're really good. And they're salted on the outside of the pod, so you get a little bit of salt on your fingers, and you open them up. And you pop the little adames in, and they carry a little bit of the salt, but mostly it's a it's a green sweetness to it. That's what's going on. Hmm. I got a little bitterness to it, a little bitter, not a little sweet, a little bitter. It's okay to be wrong, but a little. I mean, I expected a lot, and I wonder if you know my it's my eyes talking to my brain a little bit. You got to do a, a, a little sip of the wine. Which has a little tannic quality to it, a little bit of the bitterness, and then take a pull in the cigar, and the sweetness comes out immediately. You picked a lousy wine. I like it. Yeah, maybe the bitterness is coming from the wine. The wine is bitter. <laughs> the wine is bitter. Okay. I don't mind the pairing. It's no candy bar and uh, cigars. No, not even close. Well, that's what we're comparing it to right now. I mean, we're coming off of something that was so phenomenal. What you know? Where are you going to go from there? Where are you going to go from there? It's a green St. Patrick's Day cigar. And where we should go from there? And I came packing just in case this didn't work. This oh, is where we go. A oh, man here we who go. knows. That's where you go for St. Patrick's Day. You go to Guinness. And he's Italian. But at St. Patrick's Day, this is where you go. Yeah. All right. It's so, brewed in Dublin. So let's do that. I got some information on Guinness also that we can talk about. Cheers. All right. It's a, it's a can. It's a can. You couldn't spring for the bottle. It says huh? draft, but it's a can. Dave, yeah. I'm not sure I've ever seen you drink a beer. Really? Ever. I have. You have? I have. That sound is uh, Mr. Jonathan slowly opening up his, his, his Guinness can. This is it. So uh, Guinness has been around a long time. You've you got to open it slow. Look, it's... Uh, yeah, you got a little head on it right away. <laughs> I know. It makes for terrible radio. I'm sorry. But I it's disagree. Gonna, it's it's going to spill all over the place if I don't do this. How about a microphone? See, I want the fast open. Oh, oh really? For you? Well, he's still got a little foam. And, and it, it's really cool when you pour it into a glass yeah. anyway. But should we pour it in, the, in a glass? You got a glass? You got any cups? You got cups here. I'm going to do it. You want a cup? Yeah. Let's do it because this is a, it's almost like, uh, as I'm doing it, it's almost like coffee, right? Yeah. If you're going to drink a beer, this is the type of beer to drink. I'm not going to drink any of that uh, People think that domestic be, swill. Because it's darker and uh, it looks like older. a heavier, it's, it, that it would have more calories, right? I've heard this discussion before. Uh, it actually has less than a lot of your... Uh, really? Yeah. Yep. Less calories. Less calories. No yep. kidding. Yep. Because it, it fills you. 
These Guinness bubbles you see in here are a special breed of its kind. The head of Guinness is unlike any other because the beer is dispensed using a mix of nitrogen and carbon dioxide, giving it the thick head, little combination to get the little thing inside the can, yeah. ends up doing it for, for the smooth taste that, that it has. And you see it actually like running down. Yeah. You ever drink the when they, they mix one with a bass? Yeah, they do bass black, and tan. black and tan. Awesome. Yeah. Phenomenal. Cool. Really Have you guys been guy. to Ireland? No. No. Got to go. Got to go. Although you, I, you went for Patriots, right? Uh, not to Ireland. My, no? my wife's uh, family has a house over there. So we go uh, every now and then, you know, maybe every year or two. We'll go over there. It's a phenomenal culture. I would travel to Ireland. I'm not really into third world country travel. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is a good pairing right here. And uh, I think I'll take a picture of it from my Facebook. Yes. <laughs> So I put this on the Facebook, right? Is this how bad is this camera? Interesting that you you bring up Facebook because I got some information about Facebook. Uh oh. What do you got? The uh, the top five reasons why somebody would unfriend you ah. shortly after friending you. Unfri- unfriend you? Have, have, have you been unfriended? I'm sure I have. Have you unfriended? Would you Would you know it? Do you uh, know when you're unfriended? There, there are certain people that I have that I know in real life that have unfriended me because of my political views. And uh, ah. so, whatever. So what would, what would cause someone to be unfriended? Well, let's say, for example, two seconds after you accept a friend's request, and this happens in the DJ world, this happens constantly. Your friend requests a DJ or a DJ friend requests you, you accept because you know them, yeah. and then they start posting their crap on your wall. That is un- It's just terrible. just annoying. Nicely played, yeah. DJ. Why can't we unfriend? But no, that's true. That drives me nuts. And that's happened well, to me. Just you know, people have posted their whatever business or worst, promotion on my page. You know, I don't do that. It's. I, 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 I have sent some very, very nasty messages to people explaining to them that I don't conduct business on my wall. And I will not allow someone to conduct business on my wall. I don't mind conducting business on your own wall. It's your wall. Yeah, Who it's your you wall. I, I personally choose not to. I don't want to annoy people in their news feeds and, and tell them where I'm DJing or whatever you want to know. Go to my website, MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. I do it. No, yeah, do it, man. You're not, Promote you're yourself. Not, you're, you're missing know, out on a... Market. I know you're not supposed to. They say it's thing, but... You're in a slightly different category because you're all cigars and all the people that are friends with you in, on Facebook have to do with cigars. David Garofalo, if, you, if you're listening to this, friend me, don't touch Mr. Jonathan, David Garofalo. What is the score, by the way? I'm that, still way ahead. You, you're still ahead. Have you guys hit 5,000 yet? No. Very close. Very close. Very yeah. close. 42, 43. Nice. Yeah. G-A-R-O-F-A-L-O. <laughs> he's See, now he's marketing, man. <laughs> Take notes on this. He's working it. Uh, game requests. Just because you play oh. games on Facebook doesn't mean I want to be invited every day, yeah. all day long. <laughs> and you unfriend them because of that? Oh, gone. Yeah. yeah. Or worse than unfriending someone is actually hiding them from your newsfeed. 
because then they could post all they want and I'll still be friends. I still get to count the number or whatever. I used to care about the number. I could care less at this point. What Perfect. Number? I can catch. He doesn't care until I, I get one I, above him. I what number are you talking about? I haven't cared for two years because you haven't been above me in two years. All right. Uh, so the another one is taking pictures of every picayune detail in your entire life and posting those stupid pictures every five minutes. I haven't heard the term underoos in a while. Maybe it's coming back. I have a uh, I have a friend, his wife. All she does, and, and it, it's kind of cool, I guess, but she's a, a brilliant chef, cook, home cook, right? But the meals that she makes, she posts them every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I guess Where does I, that fall? I guess I wouldn't mind. It's three pictures a day, and I'm, I only really go on Facebook if I'm in the bathroom on my phone. I get bored. So, whatever. I Why don't see you take care of business and get out of there? Yeah. That is How are you getting bored in the bathroom? Take care of business and get the hell out of there. But go ahead. It's not a race. Yeah. It's, it is. It's not a race. Not, not in company time, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. When you get paid by the hour, it's no out of race. How about salary? All right. Paid go ahead. by the hour. <laughs> I don't want to know what's happening on See, Oprah. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Play by play? Play by play. Oh. Especially like for football season, for example, you know, like my oh. phone will blow up if I'm watching when I'm the working game. the games. But I love to see like the, the teams that are losing their fans just go ballistic. Oh, I can't believe it. And they just go bonkers. I, I love that. Fair enough. So he likes it, you hate it. I don't like it. Okay. Uh, and uh, I don't really want to talk about the last one, anyways. I kind of. Blew it anyway. Well, now I well, heard it, and I definitely want to talk just, about it because you have a man crush on a child star. I think he's Come over on. eighteen at this point. So you're okay now, thank God, huh? He's over eighteen. Justin Dancing Bieber, with guys, is, Justin Bieber stuff. I'm very worried about you. The oh, next my. coming of Michael Jackson. He plays like five or six instruments. Does his own choreography. Michael Jackson played no instruments. Not true. What Michael did he Jackson play? could play the keyboard and the drums. Never seen it. Never Who? Seen, seen him in concert a couple times. Does it, just because he doesn't go up and do it in the concert doesn't mean he can't do it. He can't you do it because he's the, dead. you got to watch he's the behind-the-scenes action of him in the studio. What? But anyways, Justin Bieber plays five or six different instruments. Does he play or can he? He does play. Okay. Michael Jackson could, but he didn't. He chose not to. He chose not to. Justin Bieber actually can rock out. He's awesome. <laughs> I disagree with that one. <laughs> oh, my God. So this is a, many reasons to unfriend Mr. Jonathan, and if I can't win by getting more friends, I can win by you unfriending him. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. <laughs> I wonder how oh, many, I'm ready for another shot. I wonder how does, many... It uh, doesn't even count. It counts. It doesn't count. Not, good. not officially. He's got, what, about an inch there? I'm the commissioner. I decide what counts. I wonder how many unfriend requests Paul Beasley has. Just curious. Oh. Somebody want a Guinness? I got one. Anybody? <laughs> Card that kid. Are you old <laughs> enough? 
Are, are you old enough? This is what qualifies as whether or not. Qualify, seeing I'm not selling it. <laughs> you can take a few cups. You want to share it with your friends? Are they old enough? If they're old enough? All right, don't That's screw around with me, man. It's a gentleman way right there, there sharing go. the wealth. Sharing is caring, even if you're underage. All right, right, Mr. Inch. Jonathan's got an inch on a go. cigar. It's green. He's taking a shot. Oh, he gets it. Boom. It bounced out. It bounced it's out. It's good enough. It doesn't in. matter. There's no in. in and out rule in basketball. Okay, that's good it's to know. It's in, it's in. This right. has probably been established over... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, the see that, G? The pressure is on now because I haven't hit one. Everybody yeah. else has. Come on, Dave. So the pressure is on. This is your creation. Yes, oh. that's good. That is good. That's good. Yep. He leaned on the table a little bit, I but we'll give it to you, old man. He leaned over it. He didn't lean on it. That's it. We it's all got one. Instant replay. In the old days, when, when, when this game was created, nobody could beat me because nobody knew how to do Oh, I just saw him do the under, underhand shot. Nice, huh? Mr. That Jonathan, was really good. You're losing points I wouldn't in the chat even, box. I wouldn't losing. even think that would have worked. <laughs> just because they, they don't see the genius of Bieber doesn't mean I should lose points. The genius of Bieber. You know how, do you know how Justin Bieber's uh, career was created? He shopped his own single yeah. to the radio stations. He would go in and beg them to play really? it and beg them to interview him. And most of them wouldn't, but he would tweet where he was going to be. Ah. And after five or six trips to different radio stations, his following of all 12- and 13-year-old girls would show up in droves at the radio station wow. to check him out because he was a YouTube sensation. And he was trying to shop this single. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. I appreciate and the radio station yep. had to play it, and eventually becomes the number one song in the country. Did his parents do it for him, or no. was it him? He, he did, did it. it. His mom would drive him. She thought he was crazy. She would drive him. No awesome. kidding. Awesome. He's, no, I well, gotta, he's, yeah, he I got up. a whole new appreciation. He's a self-made for him. man. No kidding. Take that chat box. All right, <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> if that's true, I appreciate him <laughs> for that. All right, it's time to go to break. When we come back, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison tells us how to be more debonair, and I'll tell you about a uh, fellow cigar smoker turning 104. And I, I actually have some cigar news. I did, dug around. I got a little dirt in All the right. cigar world. Some new stuff coming up. The party continues. We're playing basketball, a two-guy smoke shop in Nashville, New Hampshire, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a La Giana Havana cigar. The La Giana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. 
1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the cigar agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the cigar agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except 
It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? You're incorrigible. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. This is Mark Legace from General Cigar, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. General Chuck Morris is going to tell us how to be more debonair, and I'm going to tell you about a fellow cigar smoker turning 104 years old today. He smokes a cigar every day. We'll tell you about him. His party actually starts at 2 o'clock right after the show is over. Nice, nice. And, uh... We're smoking a green cigar. We're smoking Alec Ryle says, surprise, surprise, surprise. It's actually much better than I thought. I actually kind of like it. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I really am. I expected, you know, I haven't found a good one yet. It's certainly the best one I've ever had before. Absolutely. I'm going to smoke another one later because I'm blown away. I'm actually blown away. It's very good. It's gotten better. It's good. Yeah. It, the, the first couple puffs or something, but as I as I got going, I actually like what it tastes like. Now, does it have anything to do with the switch up of the pairing? We started with white wine, organic white wine, and we switched to Dave's call, great call here with going to Guinness. Do you think that had anything to do Maybe. with... Maybe. I'm feeling a little buzzy. 14 ounces. Doesn't take much for me. Doesn't take much. I'm a much. cheap drunk. He's a cheap date. Yeah. <laughs> you got your finger on the button. What do you got going here? You got something? Oh, He's yeah. Ready for some chuckles. I'm a gentleman. Gentleman Chuck Morris. fired up for today's guys. You got it? He said, uh, people were talking about this one. He's got friends talking. He's yeah. got people talking. People are talking about being more gentlemen. It's catching on. It is catching on. It's like on. a disease. But so, in a good way. So I normally, you know, I, I normally start to prep for the gentleman's way throughout the week. I start, you know, just paying diligent attention to things going on around me. By the way, gentleman's way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provides its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted never. from one's life. So, you know, I always pay attention to things. I typically start to work on it on Tuesday or Wednesday, and by the time the show comes around, it's pretty polished and ready to go. So I have one lined up, and last night we had some friends over playing board games, apple to apples and things like that, kids hanging out. And uh, and the cigar show came out. You know, we were talking about the Cigar Authority and... Uh, this segment that I do called The Gentleman's Way, and we were talking about, uh, I can't remember if it was last week's or the week's before, about urinal etiquette, bathroom yes, etiquette. Absolutely. And uh, it's just fun and very just, important. It's very important. Yes. And all my guy friends, they obviously agree, yeah. you know, go for the left stall, go for the right yes. stall. 
So but somehow, if there's only two, you pee in the in the stall itself. You just go around. You go, go around. Ever, if toilet. there's three, don't ever go in the middle if you're the no, only one there. Never. Never. So this this came into discussion about uh, going to the movies with your guy friends. And the girls were shocked that we do this. Space. And, uh, space, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I sit right next to my friend. See, of there was one guy there that, that is You're the Metro- partner. <laughs> <laughs> Should we not be holding hands? Is that yeah. frowned upon? Me and Justin Bieber? No, you leave the space, man. If you, you leave can, the space. you leave the space. If you have to because it's jam-packed, then you have to do it. You have to. You, I mean, there's no question about it. Yeah, they uh, and they didn't know. The women didn't know it. They had no. They're like, you guys are kidding us, right? We're like, no, you don't know about the. the it's guy code. It's it's the gentleman. And it's not. It's not even writ- written, but you know you do it. Right. Of course you do it. Now there was there was so many like spun offs on this conversation. For example, you know what about kids that might get dropped off at the movies by their parents and they're 13, 14 years old? You know, at that age, probably all right. But you know, once you hit 16, 17, even 18 years old, and you're going to the movies with a group of guys. If we were all three of us to go right now in the matinee. to each other during the previews whether or not you like Lean the... over if you have to, but you really shut up. Yeah. You know, would be the key. I don't they know. Were, they were... I think we might have a follow Dave, right you knew now. that you... right away. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> My wife and all, all her go- girlfriends, whatever, the, the girls were in shock. They could not believe <laughs> that we intentionally leave a seat between us. You don't even have to say it. It just happens Subway, automatically. right? I know it's probably been a while. I was in London a couple months ago. You know, we did a lot of public transportation, and sometimes the trains are kind of empty. It's the same thing. You don't sit right next to, you know, unless it's your... Yeah, if, if there's two seats and then two seats, one guy will take one seat, the other guy goes yeah. across the aisle, takes the other seat, and you both across, but there's, there's the healthy comfortable space between you two men. What is this comfortable space you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> very comfortable next to most men. Uh, but, you know, I, I was thinking about our very first Gentleman's Way when we talked about airline etiquette, right? Yeah. You know, and the armrest notion and, 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 and who gets what, all those different things. It's the same thing. Like, in, in, a, in an airline, this translates to, to all areas of, of this comfort zone, right? This comfort space. If you're at an airplane and there's three rows of seating and let's say Dave and I are assigned next to each other, but there's an available seat, you know, you're going to move over and leave that space between you. We go to the James Bond movie together or something in the afternoon or something that comes out and the place is empty and we ended up going to sit down and you sat right directly next to me in an empty thing. I'd be like, really? (laughs) Would you get up and move over a seat? (laughs) Of course. Because then I would get up and move over a seat. No, I would say, really? You're like, oh, we're moving? You've got to be kidding me. We've got an empty thing and you're going to sit... You know, sharing the the armrest. Sean Sean Sindel, our producer, back in the studio. Do you care to chime in on this? You got a, you got a position. Dumbass. He's not paying. He he has no position. No position. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I was looking for, Sean. <laughs> that was perfect. All so, right. anyways, that's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars, and uh, you know, it just it just was this whole discussion. I mean, maybe we need some females present because they were utterly in disbelief that we intentionally do that. That we gar- leave a space. I guarantee you that happens across the country, United States. I wonder in other countries who the heck knows. But and what's uh, funny in the world you live in, Mr. Jonathan, is probably different too. But they ask the same regular, regular people. Yeah, regular people. That's definitely it. Fair enough. So how do you guys talk? I mean, we, we talk. That's it. You, well, but you're not supposed to talk anyway. You know? Right. You go there and that's it. You bring a date. You got you got your wife, your girlfriend. You sit next to them. Or both. But, <laughs> one on each side. Yeah. Nice. Nice. If you can pull that off. 
So uh, Guinness, we're, we're drinking uh, Guinness beer. I, I put my uh, wine aside. I actually handed it off. I'm drinking the Guinness. I like it. Uh, Guinness, very interesting. Uh, w- one of my favorite uh, beers. It is actually not brown or black. What is the color of Guinness beer? I'd say a deep, dark amber. It's a deep ruby red. Mm. Deep ruby red. Really? And uh, how many glasses of Guinness are sold every day around the world? Glasses of Guinness. And they're usually big glasses of Guinness. Two per person for every single person in the state of Colorado. How many people are in Colorado? I have no idea. I'm just throwing that guess out there. Do you have that in your notes? No, but I have the answer. Okay. Ten million glasses a day. Wow. Ten million glasses There's of probably Guinness. probably five million people in Colorado. I don't know. Probably more. Uh, interesting fact, Guinness was the first trademark protected product ever. Trademarked Guinness. Really? The first thing. Very interesting. The brewery, the St. James Gate Brewery in Dublin, was leased for 9,000 years by the Guinness family at a flat rate. How many? 9,000 years. They're paying $67 a month. They booked it a long time ago, and they pay $67 a month, and it hasn't changed. Wow. How cool is that? That's yeah, so I'd cool. like to lock in that price, and then they stay. Ninth, yeah, how long do you want the lease for? Uh, three years? Five years with an option? Uh, make it 9,000 years, that's please. That's a good contract, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's an out of be worthy uh, celebration. Awesome. And the brewery is behind the Guinness Book of World's Records. In 1954, the head of Guinness, Hugh Beaver, no relation to Justin. It's not Beaver, it's Beaver with a B. Well, no relation to leave it to. (laughs) He got into a fight with someone and decided to commission the official reference guide to solve all disputes in his bar. It was uh, originally a promotion item Guinness gave to bars who stocked the Guinness brew because they never knew the official reference guide could settle a bar fight. I never knew there was any correlation to the industry. Yeah, I assumed that there wasn't. Yeah. I assumed it was a coincidence. It is not. Uh, Guinness can literally be cooked with anything. Just like we found tobacco can be cooked, Guinness can be cooked with anything. Pot roast, brisket, sure. uh, chocolate cookies, yeah. uh, uh, Guinness and sea salt. Guinness and sea salt. There are people that put salt in their beer. Really? So this is the one. And there's a guy, Gilroy, uh, the man behind Guinness is good for you advertising. Yes, yes. Uh, which is a perfect segue into the 104-year-old man who enjoys cigars. I bet he smokes cigars, and I bet he drinks Guinness. Max Fabian of Niles, Illinois, today is celebrating his 104th birthday today in North Suburban YMCA at 2 o'clock, right after the show is over. Happy birthday to Max. Um, And uh, he exercises regularly. He is no slacker. Fabian worked at his job until the ripe old age of 101. Wow. Wow. How do you like this guy? What did he do for a living? Do you know? Yep. uh, It's here somewhere. I'll get to it. At 101, Fabian said his hearing and balance aren't what they used to be, but points out, I'm very fortunate. I don't have any pain. Fabian is not a very shy man. He has uh, lots to say about Chicago politics and the unfortunate crime rate uh, that's happening there. Uh, He finds himself enjoying uh, visiting restaurants, exercising, and smoking cigars every day. Nice. I smoke a cigar every day, he said. My doctors say it's good for me. And he's serious. Wow. He's 104. 
and his doctor is a believer now Serious at this point. as a heart attack. That's it. Uh, the Chicago native served in World War II, uh, worked as a detective for the Chicago Police Department for more than 15 years until he took the job at Northbrook's AZ Industry, where he remained till 2011 at the age of 101. So wherever Northbrook AZ Industries is... Kudos to them for keeping a guy on yeah. at 101. They were probably saying at 65, should we get rid of this guy? He's starting to get old. Guy ends up living I'm 40 living, years more. Living everyone else yeah. that he worked with. Oh. So he's 104. A big bell for uh, for Max Fabian, 104 years old. Have a nice cigar, Max. And uh, I'm going to see if I can dig him out and send him something really nice. Awesome. 104 years old. So, Absolutely. Uh, cigars are good for you. Guinness is good for you. We're doing both. Why not, Why right? Not? Why not? So, that's incredible. That's what I got. All right, I got a little bit of cigar news. Usually David's the one who gets the scoop. Yeah. But I had a secret meeting with someone in the know. Can you say his or her name? I said I wouldn't. Not revealing the source. Not Sorry. revealing the source, and I and don't you have to. And you understand where I am when I don't tell you the things I know, because you don't want to ruin the connection Absolutely. Here. Yeah, you Absolutely. understand. So, apparently, in the, uh, the world of a Toro Fuente... Their desire is to come out with something stronger than Opus X. And the name of the cigar will be Balls of Fire. Wow. Balls of Fire. There we go. On point, Sean. I like it. Who sings it, Mr. Jonathan? That is uh, the, the great Jerry Lee Lewis. It is. Who married his... Cousin? Cousin. Teenage cousin. Underage teenage cousin. All the kids are doing it. <laughs> so you guys, I'll, I'll wait till after Mr. Jonathan's uh, segment here, but I heard an interesting story about someone. Apparently, they, they, they went on this vacation. They met. Taking a shot. In, in, uh, oh! At the rim. Does that count? I you didn't go in. Didn't go Got in. the speaker, really. man. Hey. This happens. couple goes on vacation. Not a couple. These two people go on vacation. They meet. They fall in love. They have passionate sex. Come to find out that they're at some like party with his family reunion. The father uh, had two different wives, and they were half brother and sister. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it's not good. That's true brutal. story. Yeah. True story. Not Sorry, true. you made Jerry Lewis uh, made me think of that. Great it's, balls of fire. Great balls it's, of fire. Is it called great balls of fire or just, just, balls, just of balls of fire? Balls of fire. But it's going to be great. It's going to be full bodied. Toro Fuente. When's it coming out? There's no news on its on its release. He is. Yeah. They do everything so slow. Fuente is uh, waiting for the hundredth anniversary cigars. It's, it's year 101, by the way. We're in, we're ready to start the second uh, quarter of of 101. Second of, coming of a Toro yeah. Fuente. Okay, go ahead. Uh, they've got an 858 Connecticut. Wow, that's coming out. The 858 is Cameroon. All right, I appreciate where you're going with that one. 857. That's pretty close. <laughs> a little funny cigar map yeah. going on there. But I dig it. Uh, for the 500-year anniversary of the discovery of Florida, the J.C. Newman Company and a Tor Fuente Company are collaborating. Oh, nice. And they're coming out with a cigar called Ponce de Leon. Ah. In celebration of the 500-year anniversary. Uh, one that we smoked on the show a year ago. Yeah. Uh, that is Fuente Sr.'s special blend. It's very akin to... How he learned how to blend. He's going way back to his roots yeah. to come out with Casa Cuba. Yes. I carried Casa Cuba early, early in my career in the 80s. We carried it. There was a distributor no longer in business in Massachusetts, and they had exclusive rights to Casa Cuba. At the end, 
which is probably maybe early 90s, I bought every one they had left. And I had them, and they were yellow, they were old, and uh, we sold them for a lot of money. I mean, people were in search for a cigar like this. Very, very good. And uh, they said they were come, coming out last year with Castle Cuba again. They gave me a sample of it because I was like the last guy that could even remember the cigar existed. And uh, I said, it's right on. I mean, it's uh, some sort of old way that he did blending of that cigar. And I said, as far as I can remember, it's, it's pretty right on. Yeah. And it uh, wow. still hasn't come out. Hasn't come out. Yep. And then the you're going to want to find your uh, Diamond Crown lounges because this next cigar will only be released uh, for Diamond Crown lounges. It is a 6x60 Julius Caesar. Ooh. 6x60, huh? Now wow. The, the, that's going to be good for people that smoke 6 by 6 to be able to have uh, an upper end cigar I'm wondering what the flavor is going to be like on it because yeah. Julius Caesar has that distinct pulverized walnut shell flavor are you going to be able to keep that flavor you stick when with you that blow huh? it out you're very strong in that pulverized walnut shell have you ever eaten pulverized walnut shell I have told the story before my yeah. dad did sandblasting <laughs> yeah, and yeah, with yeah. very delicate pieces you had to use walnut shell and because it wouldn't shatter anything, and it, it would hit and pulverize, and you'd get that flavor in your mouth, even through the little mask. But you're, or the o- you're the only yeah. one that ever tasted it. But that's well, what it tastes hey, like. Do some sandblasting of oh. walnut shells. <laughs> yeah. See what they taste so like. So wait, I know where Dave stands on the you know the bigger ring gauge cigars. You're not yeah, necessarily not, not, a fan. Not, I'm not a fan, but as a retail cigar shop owner, it's no, not going I'm a away. big fan because it sells like crazy. Yeah, so I take them in. Away. Where are you on it? I uh, I. I could take or leave it, really. I mean, I, do I gravitate and smoke a 6x60 every week? No, but once a month, I'll, you know, there's certain cigars that only come in thicker ring gauges, like the Inch, for example. Yep. Very good. So Very good. Yeah. It's the, that particular cigar is good enough where... I'd, uh, lo- I'd love to try the Inch in a small ring gauge, if you could possibly like make half that. Inch. See what it is. Just took a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Slam up. dunk. Yeah, yeah. There's no dunking. <laughs> Maybe yeah, a Dunkin' Donuts, but not. dunk contest. Yeah. So they're playing basketball here. They're enjoying it. They're having fun they doing are. it. And uh, I guarantee you this thing will, will build. It'll grow. And uh, we'll have national championships, and we'll see where this thing goes. Basketball. Basketball. Okay. So uh, next week we have, um, from Miami Cigar, uh, Jess Levine, the Cigar Queen. Now, is that a name that she had before you gave it, it is. to her? It, it is. It is. Really? She used to work at Cigar Masters. I don't know which one. She was one of the people that put on the yes. expo that we went to yes. in Rhode Island. Yes. Which, okay. uh, unfortunately, oh. they didn't do this year, but it was fabulous. That was, you uh, were there, right? Yeah, there? yeah. Near the Providence yeah. place, right? Yeah. yeah. She yeah. had everything to do with that, uh, and she was instrumental with, with Cigar Masters. Um, and, uh, was that this time last year? No, it was in the summertime, remember? Yeah, we okay. Were yeah, that was going to say. So it hasn't been quite a year yet. Are they going to do it again? No, it was two. I think that was two, two years, years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are, we are getting ready to celebrate our third year anniversary coming up. That's another thing I want to mention. Um, when is that? The end of March. Yeah. The, the following week after, not next week, the following week after, will officially be what? Three years old? Three years. It's amazing. Time flew, right? Time you didn't think flew. we were going to keep doing this thing? Oh, man. Too ridiculous. We used to do it at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was worse. Like the night I had last night, I was still driving at 2 in the morning. To have to get up at 8 o'clock to set up with the equipment we had back then? Oh, brutal. Yeah. This is much better. 
So, yeah, we'll have Jess Levine on next week uh, as we prepare for the third year anniversary. It will be the uh, Catalina Wine Mixer of all Catalina Wine Mixers. We have to start working on that now to see what special we want to do for the audience and, and what we have planned for our fourth, fourth year. Yes. I mean, we're going to keep going. Until the uh, radio station shuts us down or something, we're going to continue to keep talking, and they're not going to shut us up, no matter how ridiculous you get with some of your comments. We're going to keep going. Fine. It just falls on me like that. We're going to pay the fines. We're going to take care of things. We're going to do whatever There's we no got to There's no fine for admitting that you dig Justin Bieber. And that uh, you dance with other men. And there should be a fine, but there isn't. So anyway, <laughs> for Sean in the studio, Chuck Morrison, Mr. Debonair, Mr. Uh, Gentleman, Chuck Morrison, by my side, Mr. Jonathan. I am David Garofalo. Thank you for listening this week to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And whether you're smoking big rain gauges or small, whether they're regular cigars, Maduros, or Candela, keep the lid end out of your mouth.